Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. With Tesco, where you won't pay more for the products that matter most to you. Tesco, every little helps. Well, from what we can gather, the Cabinet is meeting around now. The general election is expected on the 7th of February. So this will certainly be high on the Limerick agenda. That team that you spoke to us about before Christmas, still not in place. Those 15 beds have remained empty. That's extremely disappointing to me. My understanding, uh, and I was led to believe that they would be in place within uh, a week, uh, probably two weeks max. Uh, I'm now finding they they are now more than likely not in place until next Tuesday, which is the 14th of January, which is over a month later. And not much good good to 92 people who are... Correct. We're waiting yesterday. We have huge concerns around the fact that in the Midwest, the hospital has 92 patients today on trolleys. Uh, Ennis General Hospital is in escalation with seven additional patients on trolleys. And the winter plan has dismally failed people of the Midwest with this level of overcrowding. Most definitely people wait a very long time for admission to a bed and we don't we regret that and we apologise for it but when a person arrives in the emergency department they're triaged very quick now in our new emergency department and their care is started and commenced so they are treated but they do wait and we do understand that but we we have this issue where we don't have capacity so we have to keep trying to move flow through the hospital system. If I have to go in an ambulance and go to Limerick I'm not going, I'd rather die in my bed at home. That saves everything. Some of the voices on the Limerick Today show recently uh, about the trolley crisis at University Hospital Limerick in Dora Doyle and that's reflected right around the region, of course, and the country. And the Midwest Hospital campaign is stepping up a significant gear. Uh, the group is planning a large-scale protest on the 1st of February in response to the sustained emergency department crisis at UHL in Dora Doyle. The group consists uh, of uh, people from Limerick, Claire and Tipperary, supported by the Stand Up for Mental Health group and uh, the protest itself will be happening in Limerick City. Uh, joining us is Tanya DeVito uh, from the campaign. Good morning to you, Tanya. How are you doing? Morning, Joe. Morning, Joe. Very good, thanks. So what's uh, the exact plan then for this protest? Uh, the exact plan, basically what you just said, we're going to meet at uh, one o'clock at St. John's. Um, the Limerick crowd are going to be there. We have uh, groups coming from Tipperary, Sonia groups, Ross Grey, Cashel, wherever we can get them, and Ennis as well. And we'll be making our way down to Bedford Road. There'll be speakers, people talking and the likes. And there's actually a a meeting tonight in Perry's Hotel at 7 o'clock in Limerick for anyone in Limerick who wants to to help out with the protest, maybe giving out leaflets, being a steward, 
uh, simple things like that because we need we need help and we need people to, to make this protest a, a big success. Yeah, so this is uh, Saturday the 1st of February, yeah. uh, assembling at St. John's Hospital here in Limerick at 1 and then marching to Bedford Row yeah. in the city centre. Now, as it happens, it looks like that will be just before election day because yeah. it looks like election day is going to be Friday, February 7th. Uh, do you think that's useful? Um, I think it's very useful, yeah, because at the moment people are just, they're sick, they're sick of their health. It's, it's everywhere now. It's everywhere we look. It's all over the media. It's all over Facebook. It's in the it's in the news now, thanks to guys like you putting it out there. It's everywhere. And people, it has to stop. It has to stop. It's as simple as that. It has to stop. This healthcare system of ours is completely snapped. It's completely broken. And people are sick of it now at this stage. And I hope that they'll come out and that they'll, when politicians come around looking for your vote, ask them about it. Ask them about the campaign. Ask them about the DNEs being closed. Ask them about the, the overcrowding in UHL. We need everyone to come together on this one. This isn't a Sinn Féin issue. It's not a, a, a Fianna Fáil issue. It's everyone's issue. So everybody has to come together, regardless of your party politics. That's the only way we're going to get this this um, this fixed. The only way. How important do you think it is that you know we will have canvassers out there? Yeah. There will be politicians of all parties and none asking for our listeners' votes yeah. uh, over the next few weeks. How important is it that there is a consistent message delivered to politicians that more must be done and fast? Yeah, more must be done. The, what we have, just when they come to your door, just ask simple questions. Do you acknowledge the healthcare crisis in Ireland? Oh, I do. Yeah. Okay. So, do you support the reopening of Nina Ennis and St John's A and E? That's where you're going to catch them. That's where you ask them the questions. Do you plan to lift the, the the staff embargo in the hospitals? What do you plan to do? We put these people in power. The people we voted in have we we have the power. The people have the power. We vote people in. We vote people out. We ha- they have to start listening to their constituents. Like at the moment, when we started this up, we emailed nearly all local councillors in our area. And there was a few that never got back to us. But those that did, there are, there, there are, they're supporting us. So we've, we've had the likes of Independence, Paddy Healy, Seamus Healy. We have Seamus Martin, Martin Brown, we Sandra Farrell. We have the same in, the same in Limerick. There's the same in Ennis. We have Solidarity in Limerick. We have loads of support for this. And what we need now is people just to say, I'm standing up now. I'm sick to the teeth of it. What are you going to do about, about this crisis? What are you going to do? No. It, has to be, it has to be said. What would happen, of course, if this election took place when it might have been expected to take place, which is April or May, the yeah. current peak problem, and I know it's a problem throughout the year, would probably have been a bit in the rear view mirror. But because this election looks almost certain now to happen in early February, it means that it is very prominent yeah. because it's a yeah. current issue in people's minds. Yeah, it's very prominent. It's very prominent. And Nobody wants to listen to uh, to pipes and dreams. You know, once I get you know, I do this, that, and the other. That's no good. That's no good to us. But how uh, do you avoid that, Tanya? Because obviously, you know, politicians being politicians, they will make certain commitments, and maybe I'm using that in inverted commas. No, I know. <laughs> they may make certain declarations. They may make certain promises. But yeah, how how, how can anyone be sure that? what's being promised will be delivered in government? Well, I'll put it to you like this. In 2014-15, Andy Kenny was, uh, was canvassing saying that he, he, I will end the scandal of patients on trolleys. That's five, six years ago. Things have not changed. Things have not changed. It, it doesn't matter who put it in, 
what Parsi did was it hasn't changed. People are seeing that now. The current government we have, the one before that, the one before that, this this trolley or hospital waiting crisis, this crisis, it didn't just happen yesterday. This is going on for years. So people need to change how they vote. I don't know how. I don't know how it's going to come in. As I was saying, I'm not a political person at all. I just, something has to be done. They have to start listening. And the only way is is not voting. That's how people start listening. Don't vote for for, for you who you've usually voted for. Try someone else. It's, it's, it's 2020 now. The state of our country is an absolute, complete shambles. The homelessness, the, the, the hospital crowd, it's just gone, it's gone beyond a joke. It's gone beyond control. And it has, people have to rein it back in. We have to rein it back in, take back our country, make it absolutely fantastic the way it was before, you know, our nurses are leaving the country. It's, it's a horrible, horrible crisis that's happening. Really, really horrible. Okay. We're chatting to Tanya DeVito uh, from the Midwest Hospital Campaign. Uh, let's hear some more voices and we'll chat to Tanya a bit more then. People up to now are being frustrated They've been frustrated, obviously, with the conditions in the, in the department. They've then been even more frustrated when they tried to contact the hospital to raise their issues. Um, and, you know, we're not going away. I don't care if I'm the last person standing, I'm not going away. Really and truly, this has been going on for the last 15 years. Um, and several ministers have um, tried, attempted to uh, solve the problem in the NE, uh, especially here in the Midwest. Uh, but looking at it... Um, we still have a problem, and we have a major problem. I mean, if we had a major emergency, where were we standing in the Midwest? Um, we have trolleys backing up, uh, people waiting on trolleys there to get beds, like I mean. And the biggest problem really is, I suppose, it's the bed situation. We demand more funding, and if Simon Harris wants to come to Limerick and make another unannounced visit, we're calling the management of that hospital not to hide the trolleys like they have been doing so far. So we're demanding to reopen Ennis, Nina and St. John's a and and give proper funding to the people of Limerick. More voices there recently on the Limerick Today show, uh, but uh, we're certainly not Johnny Come Lately's on this one. I can tell you on the Limerick Today show, this is something that we have been covering uh, for years um, at this point. And Tanya DeVito is uh, with us um, from the Midwest Hospital campaign. I heard uh, an expert say yesterday um, that the and this is a private thing i suppose but that the political calculation is that health does not matter in general elections that's that that's what we're kind of seeing at the moment because it's like we've been reaching out to people reaching out to tvs reaching out help you know help us do this and people are very dismayed with with how they're reacting and the, it's, 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 it's just a, a complete joke. I didn't know whether to put a sign on my door saying don't call to my house for Canderson or let them in and have a nice chat with them. Do you know that kind of way? And I still don't know which way to go. But the only but thing the is louder... if, if you put the sign on, the <laughs> difficulty is you don't get the opportunity, you as you suggested earlier, that Absolutely, every single yeah. politician who comes to the door in the Limerick region over the next few weeks yeah. should be hit with the same question oh, regardless absolutely. of their party or background. Absolutely, absolutely. This is only my, because I got so sick to the teeth of it myself, I kind of said, right, well, I just put a sign saying no one called, and then I went, no, 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 they have to call, they have to hear what I have to say, they have to hear what my neighbour has to say, what people in Limerick have to say, Cashel, Clamel, everywhere, everywhere. They have to listen. And if they start walking away and say, listen, I'm sorry, I just want to know how you feel about this matter. It's a simple, we have the power, the people have the power, always. 
always the people have the power. By the way, is the Midwest Hospital campaign considering standing candidates in the upcoming general election in the Limerick <laughs> constituencies or elsewhere in the Midwest um, to make the point? At, at the moment, Joe, we're focusing on reopening the 80s. That's, what, that's our main focus now at the moment. What happens after this protest march? Who knows? We have some fantastic people that are part of the campaign and they're they can stand up and, and talk, and they're absolutely brilliant. As I said, it's all it's cross-party with people from all parties in all the different groups in the campaign. So who knows? You never know. It could happen. Well, I, I, think, I think if the election is on the 7th of January, you'll have until the, or the 7th of February, you'll February, have until yeah. the 24th of January to make a decision on declaring. Yeah. I think so that's the way it works. Who knows? Who knows? But at this stage, the focus is the protest and getting the A&E's reopening, ending the horrible overcrowding in UHL, and bringing back the proper care not just for the patients, but for the staff, for the staff, for the healthcare staff, for the canteen staff, for the nurses, for the, the ambulance drivers, for all of them. It's, it's not safe. It's not safe, the conditions people are, are in at the moment. And finally, Tanya DeVito, can you put enough pressure, do you think, over the next few weeks on uh, politicians across the board of all yes. parties? Yeah, absolutely. After the general election, when the government is formed... Whatever is required to deal yeah. with the situation at the emergency department at UHL in Dora Doyle and consequently across the region will be delivered quickly? Or do you think that it'll be the same scenario that we've seen where a certain amount is done, but it never seems to be enough to stop the numbers on trolleys getting worse here? Yeah, I'm hoping, I'm hoping that that's what will happen. I'm hoping that that's what will happen. I'm hoping people will say, listen, I'll help you out, and they will do it. Now, we know from years and years and years that's not how it works. I'm going to make you a promise. I'll fix your road for you tomorrow. Great, I'll give you a vote. That's what's happening. People are voting for the person and not the party. So Joe Soap is fixed the light down the road. That's fantastic. But what is he doing for the, the, the hundreds that are, that are, that are on, on trolleys in hospitals? It's time people need to start standing up, fighting back, stand up for yourself. This is what I want. I'm voting for you. You're, uh, you're, you're my person to talk to. You're my liaison with the government. You help me out. It's time just to start taking it back. Get strong, stand up, feet on the street. That's what we need. We need a huge, huge protest. Loud, loud, loud. And just lift the roof off Limerick on, on Saturday, the 1st of February, and make a huge, huge noise. Okay. And I'm hoping that we'll have some independence misses marching on the day as well and other candidates. So that's, we'll hopefully get them as well. Okay, okay. Right, so this is the Midwest Hospital campaign. They have their protest Saturday the 1st of February from 1 o'clock at St. John's uh, Hospital and then going to uh, Bedford Row. Uh, Tanya DeVito from the campaign, thank you very much. And I I can assure you that um, people standing in the election will get lots of opportunities um, on this show (laughs) and on our news and elsewhere to answer the question, what are you going to do about the emergency department trolley crisis? Simple question, simple question. What are you going to do? What's your party going to do? And can you... can you then deliver on it after an election? And will you sign this in blood saying that you will after you promising it <laughs> to us? <laughs> okay, Tanya. Good, good to talk so. to you. Thanks a million. Thanks Cheers. For Tanya DeVito there. Call Limerick Today now on 461995.